Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, we're back after having yesterday off. Are you feeling energized? I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'll be fine for the next few days, but then I might need a couple of weeks off, you know? Just a couple. I wish I could wink better. How about three? I wish I could wink better. Like Matthew Stafford when he says life-changing and he winks. I wonder how many takes it took him because he really winks well. It's a great art. Is that a winking. skill? Winking Theatrical well? winking. I think it's good. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. We will get to the Juan Soto trade and the passing of Vince Scully in a moment. But we begin today with the NFL appealing the six-game suspension of Deshaun Watson. Former federal judge Sue Robinson issued the suspension on Monday morning. The NFL presumably believes it should be longer. The case will now go to either Roger Goodell or his designee per the collective bargaining agreement. Wilbon, we wondered whether the NFL would appeal what is your reaction to the fact that it did? Yeah, Tony, I, I st- my reaction is the same as it you know, was yesterday. Uh, where, where does it go? What are they going to do? Are they going to try to insist? Are they just going to impose one year? Which all the reporting said that the NFL was in favor of a full year anyway before this went to Sue yeah. L. Robinson. Yeah. And so, Tony, I mean, the big dilemma here we thought, and I'm sure it was, was whether or not the NFL thought it was undermining Sue L. Robinson's very first decision, or whether it was more important to say to the world, oh, no, we think this is more serious. We think this is too short a period of time for a penalty. And so now we know what the NFL decided on. How heavy are they going to hit back? And then what is the union and what will Watson do if they think the penalty is too steep? So what are we into now? How much back and forth are we going to give? So there is this swirl. I'm going to refer to my notes every once in a while because this just happened in the last hour or two hours like that. I don't think that the NFL wanted to appeal this decision. I think that the NFL was concerned that it would look like it was bigfooting Sue Robinson, which it didn't want to do. And then they would be accused of being bullies, how they have been accused for quite some time now. But I also think that they looked at the decision and they said, oh, no, no, we asked for 17 and we got six. That's barely a third of what we asked for. And I think they heard from fans and I think they heard from groups. And I think it was almost universal, Mike, the condemning of how light a slap on Deshaun Watson that seemed to be. So I think the NFL was forced to do this. And I'm going to I'm going to bring something else into this. And that is the Steve Ross decision to fine him a million and a half dollars, to suspend him until October 17th, and to take away a first-round pick in the Dolphins for tampering. I think what the NFL was hoping for was to show the players, this is to your point, if they come back at Deshaun Watson, who's a player, you then say to the union, hey, we popped an owner here. Okay, don't talk about Robert Kraft anymore. We just popped an owner. And we are going after Deshaun Watson because we believe in our hearts that that penalty is too slight. 
And I think it's a juggling act, Mike. I think it's a political juggling act because they wanted to get they wanted to get Deshaun Watson off the front page, so they popped an owner. Yeah, I. But it, it, that ain't gonna get popping that owner ain't gonna get Deshaun Watson off the front page. I didn't. I don't connect them because Deshaun Watson's oh, I do. thing is so different than than Ross's thing. I, I don't. I don't connect them in any way, shape, or form. But that's just me. But the question is now, this back and forth, how is that going to impact the NFL if Watson and his team come back and, and really try to fight to dig in on the appeal? Don't know that they'll do that yet. We don't have any hint of that yet. We don't really know what's coming. But it's just interesting to me, Tone. I, I, I chuckle a little bit that the NFL, which has gotten it wrong all the time, therefore requiring the need for a new policy and Sue L. Robinson in the first place, that the NFL, which can never get a damn thing right on this front, not years ago anyway, that the NFL is now saying, oh, wait a minute, we need to penalize more. And and by the way, again, you and I both thought it was like, wow, light penalty, where's the real teeth here? I connect both of these punishments. I connect them in a political chain. That's the way I look at it. So we'll move on. Let's move to baseball, where the Padres obviously are going for it. Juan Soto is expected to make his San Diego debut tonight, Tony, after GM A.J. Preller landed him for allegedly a big bag of prospects. We'll see down the line. Tony, what does Soto do for the Padres' postseason outlook right now, this postseason? Okay. Yeah, so they get Soto, who is likely to become, down the road, the first $500 million ball player. Because all the names that are associated with Soto at the, at the early start of his career are Babe Ruth, Mel Ott, and Ted Williams. Amazing. Okay, which is great names. Yeah. Great names. In two weeks or so, they get Fernando Tatis Jr. back. He's been lost all year. He is widely believed to be the most exciting young player in baseball. They're already the second wild card. They're getting Soto. They're getting Tatis. They got Hayter. They're going to be in the playoffs. The one small question I have, and it's the sort of thing you do when you got a lifetime of being a sports writer, Tatis has been the big dog on every team he has ever been on. Now Soto's moving in. How's that going to work? Is it going to be A-Rod and Jeter? I'm curious about that part. I'm curious about something completely unrelated to that. You raise a good point. Do people not remember an entire winter and spring of the Brooklyn Nets? Do people not remember that Vegas, you love to quote Vegas, Vegas has odd, Vegas has this, Vegas has that. Vegas started in November with the Lakers and the Nets meeting in the NBA Finals. How'd that work out? One didn't make it with big, big stars, bigger than these two even, and the other one had big, big stars, and they got swept out in the first round. So nobody wants to sort of realize who... By the way, who was it? It wasn't Cosell. Who was it who said famously, that's why we play the games? Was it Cosell? That's why you have to play the Cosell damn said games. everything at one point or another. Because, yeah. because, listen, Tony, I realized, first, what they've got, the only thing they've got to me, and this is important, actually, in baseball right now, they got the most exciting team. They got the coolest team. They got the team I want to see. And, and you didn't mention yeah. Machado. Machado's a great player now, already. Uh, you know, accomplished no, to some degree. 
So they got yeah, exciting yeah, players you want to see. It doesn't mean they're going to do a yeah. damn thing or even no, make they're not the as, playoffs look, the California Angels have exciting players. They're not they can't as good get as the Dodgers. October. Can't see it. Can't I don't see think October. they're as good as the Dodgers yet, but I think they're going to be in the playoffs. I want to say one other thing on a personal level. I would not have traded Juan Soto, not this year. I would have waited to sell the team. I would have asked the new ownership, what do they want to do with Juan Soto? I would have considered that. I have him under contract that's very favorable to me for this year and two more years. A lot can happen in that period of time. Mike, I think that the attendance of the Nationals is going to plummet, and I think that the interest in them will wane. We both live in that city. It might end up like the Washington football team, which is now irrelevant after for 50 years. Wow. Being so important that every day of the year, every day of the year, they were the number one story, and now no one cares, and we move on. And we now mark the passing of Vin Scully at age 94. Scully was 22 years old in 1950 when he began broadcasting the Brooklyn Dodgers. He moved to Los Angeles with the team and continued broadcasting until he retired in 2016 after 67 years at the microphone. Wilbon, what are your reflections on what Scully meant to the Dodgers and to baseball? Tony... Having done this now, being a sports writer and talking on television now about sports for 40 years, I'm obviously really aware of what Vin Scully meant to my friends and relatives who grew up in Southern California and are Dodgers fans. And he was everything to them. I mean, it was, you know, Chick Hearn to have Chick Hearn and Vin Scully in Southern California. I mean, how, how, how cool was that for your whole life? And Tony, it seems to me even bigger, as great as, as, as Vin Scully was, that he is now sort of the end, if you will, of a generation of just incredible sports broadcasters. And it's local, mostly. It's associated. So growing up for me, it was Harry Carey and Jack Brickhouse. If you grew up in Detroit, it was Ernie Harwell and Cincinnati Marty Brenneman and Cardinals Jack Buck and Harry Carey at one point. Bob Prince in, in, in Pittsburgh, Mel Allen in New York, and I'm sure Red Barber in and Russ Hodges, if you go back further. And Russ Hodges. And yeah. these, these, yeah. these yeah. men yeah. In, in, in these cases, they were so much your connection to that team. And so, and, and Vin Scully appears to be the greatest of them and certainly the longest yes. tenured of them. Acknowledged, acknowledged as the greatest broadcaster in, in baseball. And look, th- this is a period of time that you're talking about that we are old enough to remember. But it's when baseball was dominant. And for six straight months every night, you heard that same voice. Yes. And that voice became the voice of a trusted friend. And Vin Scully did that for 67 years. Mike, the Dodger fans loved him so much, they brought transistor radios into the game so they could hear Scully broadcast the game they were watching live. He is as meaningful to the fabric of the Dodgers as Jackie Robinson, as Sandy Koufax, as Kirk Gibson, as Clayton Kershaw. He's that important. I had Richard Justice on the podcast this morning. And Richard said something to me that other people have texted me during the day. They say the greatest call they have ever heard was the ninth inning that Vin Scully did on the perfect game Sandy Koufax threw in 1965. And I listened to it. And it is, it's brilliant. It's literary. It's a painting. It's just remarkable. You think he's reading from a script and he couldn't be extemporaneous, but he is extemporaneous. And at the end of the game, when Koufax gets the final out, he lays out completely for like 25 seconds so you can soak in the moment. Mike, I always thought the phrase, the dulcet tones, was coined because of Vin Scully's voice. And I was not a Dodger fan. Yeah. And I think yeah. he was that great. I do. Let's take a break. Coming up, we will ask Tim Kirchner for his thoughts on Vin Scully. We'll also ask him why my cubbies 
did not trade those two hugging all-stars. That perfect game Koufax pitched, wasn't that against the Cubs? I, do, I think it was against the Cubs. Yeah, it was his fourth no-hitter and first perfect game. Yeah, I, I thought, I, you yeah. know, it was 1965 maybe. I was like six, but. Think so, 65. I you know, think 65. it was against the Cubs. It's, it's acknowledged as the greatest call. Wow. Yeah, that one game. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Let's get back into all the big baseball news with our great friend, Baseball Hall of Famer, Tim Kirkchen. Oh, Wilbon, you're in the Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, I'm surrounded by Hall of Famers here today. Timmy, let's start with this. <laughs> Do you understand why the Nationals traded Juan Soto? Because honestly, I don't. Well, I don't certain days either, Tony, but look at it this way. He's turned down $440 million. So that implies he doesn't want to stay there. And he wanted to see who the new owners are going to be. And Mike Rizzo, the GM, looked at this situation and said, I think I can get more for him right now than I will after the season or this time next year because the Padres will now have him for three Octobers, three postseasons, and the haul that they got back from the Padres is significant, Tony. I know you don't want to hear this, but the industry experts will tell you those kids they got back are all going to be really, really good. So this is why Mike Rizzo went now. I understand you take a 23-year-old player, the best hitter in the game with this kind of track record and this kind of future, it's difficult to acknowledge trading him when he's got three more years until free agency, but... I don't think they had a whole lot of choice given he turned down $440 million. You see those tears, Tim? Can you see Tony's? Can you see he's just, he's getting a little weepy right now. And I, 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 I get that. And we know the Padres are the big winners yesterday, or at least we think they are, Tim. But who else? Who else are you looking at saying, yeah, I, I, I like what they've done? 
Well, I really like what the Yankees did. The Yankees needed to upgrade their outfield, and they added two outfielders, Andrew Benatendi and Harrison Bader, both of whom are gold glovers. They needed to upgrade their bullpen by getting a relief guy. They got two of them, and they got really the second-best pitcher, starting pitcher to move in Frankie Montas. So I really like what the Yankees did. They didn't need a whole lot of help, given that they've already won 70 games. But they improved themselves, and they had to improve themselves because that American League, especially the Astros, is pretty good, and the National League is loaded with good teams. So the Yankees had to do something, and they did. Tim, as much as I have loved baseball all of my life, I find loathsome the annual sell-offs of all-stars, particularly when you have multiples on your team. It's like, why don't you actually use them? So I'm happy that the Cubs kept Contreras and Hap, but I bet you're going to tell me that the Cubs are going to regret this, aren't you? Well, <laughs> Contreras is a free agent after the season, so there's a good chance they're just going to lose him. I know people around the industry were absolutely astonished that Hap and Contreras did not move. And maybe the Cubs just asked for too much. And maybe Contreras just doesn't have the same value, especially as a defensive catcher these days. But those guys hugged in the dugout. They were crying like, we're going to be leaving. We're not coming back. And now they are back. This is a, an awkward situation, to say the least. And I think the Cubs would have been better off moving both guys, getting some people to move forward. But that simply didn't happen. Uh, Tim, we will get you out of here on this. What are your reflections on Vin Scully? I assume you knew him. I did. He's the greatest broadcaster of all time. He is the best storyteller that I have ever heard. His use of the English language is absolutely breathtaking. He always wanted to be remembered when he did a broadcast as the guy like he's sitting in the stands with two baseball fans next to him and he would be describing the game but it would be more than just baseball. The people to his side want to talk about food or the weather or travel and that was the amazing part about Vin Scully is he could talk about anything and weave that into his game broadcast. So I think when you look at him and you look at the great Dodgers of all time, I think you start with Jackie Robinson and Vince Scully and then Sandy Koufax and you go from there. That's how important he was to that fan base in L.A. There will never be anybody else like him. Singular, singular in stature. Thank you, Tim. And again, congratulations on the Hall of Fame. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, fellas. See you soon. Let's take one last break, but still to come, Phil Mickelson and 10 other Saudi Tour golfers file suit against the PGA Tour. Do they have a case? And is Nick Saban right when he calls last season a rebuilding year? For who? <laughs> I mean, so who I was got rebuilding? Hall of Famer in Wilbon, a Hall of Famer in Kirchin. I got the George W. Hewlett High School Hall you're of in, Fame. You're in multiple halls of fame. Don't try to be, don't give me that false modesty. You're in multiple halls. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. 
You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 45th birthday, Tom Brady. Let's concentrate on the number 45. Last year at 44, Brady led the NFL in touchdown passes. The year before at 43, he won the Super Bowl. Nobody is this great at this age. Nobody in any sport. So maybe this is the year time runs out on Brady. He has lost his starting center for months. One of his starting guards retired, and you know how Brady hates being rushed up the middle. But how do you bet against the GOAT? Isn't it curious about the greatest quarterbacks? Brady drafted in the sixth round. Joe Montana drafted in the third. Johnny Unitas undrafted. I'm not betting against Brady, but tell me again why I should care about the damn draft if they can't get those three guys right. That's three of the, what, six or seven greatest quarterbacks of all time. The draft couldn't even identify him. Huh? What? Yeah. Yeah, keep telling me yeah. how important I the would, draft is. I would tell you they had one, two, and three. That's what wow. I would tell you. okay. Happy anniversary, Chicago Bears. On this day, 36 years ago, Will Bond, your Bears beat the Dallas Cowboys 17-6 to in something called the American Bowl, a preseason exhibition game in London's Wembley Stadium. These were the Super Bowl Shuffle Bears, and these were the pre-Jerry and Jimmy Cowboys. Who cares about the game? We're just doing this to show the photos. Look at Tom Landry and two tall Jones in bobby hats. Landry switched his fedora for this one. Look at Keith Van Horn, Jim McMahon, Dan Hampton, and Kevin Butler cross Abbey Road in their homage to the Beatles album. Tony, the game that mattered was a few months earlier when the Chicago Bears went to Dallas and throttled the Cowboys 44 nothing. 44-0, a division-winning Cowboys team. When Danny White and Pelour, Steve Pelour, they didn't, they told Landry they weren't going back in the game because the Bears were knocking them out. It's the greatest humiliation of the Dallas Cowboys ever, and it came at the hand of my Bears, the greatest team ever. Killed them. Happy trails to the upcoming season for Paige Beckers. UConn star tore the ACL in her left knee on Monday during a pickup basketball game. She will miss the entire upcoming season. Becker's missed much of last season with injuries to her right ankle and left knee. In 2021, she was National Player of the Year as a freshman, averaging 20 points, six assists, and five rebounds per game. Gino Auriemma said in a statement, and I'm quoting, we are all devastated for Paige. She's so creative and tenacious and so much fun to watch. And you just hope that she can get to the point, Tony, where she can be healthy for the long term because she's important to women's basketball. We've been on this for two minutes. You haven't mentioned my Rumble Ponies jersey yet. Let's go to the big finish. Rumble, young man, Bill Rumble. Bill Nicholson, 
and 10 other Saudi tour golfers have filed an antitrust suit against the PGA Tour over their suspensions. Your thoughts? They're seeking a temporary restraining order to allow a few of them to play in the FedEx Cup. That's what this is about. Alabama coach Nick Saban called last season a rebuilding year. You agree with that? Not at all. They won 13 games and were in the national championship game. By the way, Scherzer has signed the back of this. Uh. Steve Bopet of Heavy reports that Kevin Durant will meet with Nets owner Joe Sy this week. Your expectations? I expect the trade request to, to go away. I do. Jacob deGrom gave up one earned over five, but the Mets, they can't support him. They lost to your Nats last night. Your thoughts? It was a great win for the Nats because Soto wasn't there. It, it was great. But DeGrom was over 100 a number of he times. Was, was DeGrom was toying with people early. DeGrom looked great. Last one, the Mariners put six runs on Garrett Cole and the Yankees in the first inning on their way to a 7-3 win this afternoon. Is that significant? Can you say collapse? 6-8 and eight, the Yanks since the break. 9-13 the last three, two. That's the second greatest uniform that Scherzer wore. Detroit's better. The Nationals have nice uniforms. There are too many of them. But rumble, young man. Rumble. I like that. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. I want to get this right. David Sabatka and Zach Weber, thank you for the jersey. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow on Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the Apple, Apple Podcasts. And now, Sports Center.